Gloobiderm. It's exactly what you think it's for. Sounds <clears throat> feeling all right over there? Yeah. Everything's Gucci, my, my dude. Everything's Gucci. You sure? You? you sure you sure? I'm sure, I'm sure. All right, because like I haven't seen you in a little bit, and, you've been ha- and I just hear you hacking and coughing on the other side of the apartment. Hacking and coughing? This is morning stuff. It's, it's 7 p.m. Yep. Seriously, man. Uh, what's good? You know what's good. I, I don't know what's good. Cars. Cars is what's good. Oh boy. We're gonna talk about cars all day. Oh yeah, we're Jeez. gonna talk car uh. we're gonna talk shop. Oh yeah. Uh. Cause what did we see? Cars three, which should really be called Cars Two, because Cars Two is a terrible, terrible yeah. sequel. Yeah, so before we get to that, we gotta talk about car talk though, because I you gave me an assignment. Over yeah. the the past couple of days for this car themed episode, yeah, this car avaganza. I'm trying. I'm trying. Wow, you gave me you gave me some suggestions for yeah to for this episode. You know, stuff to listen to, uh, and one of those things was car talk. And I, for the life of me, just could not get into car talk. Now, keep in mind, I was tired and it was like on a train. I'm just like, I'm gonna listen to car talk, and I turn it on and I go, welcome to car talk, and then. I wake up and I'm home and it's just like, wait, what happened? Wow, so you you only heard the first line and you were out? Yeah. You were just gone? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Wow. You didn't even give it a real chance. I I didn't give I was so tired, man. I'm sorry. In day transit is literally the worst thing ever created. In fact, let me dedicate some time to talk about the (laughs) worst thing. I will not let you dedicate any time to them on my show. They were not discussing them. We both agree on it. And we're not no, discussing. No, you're just, you're just. I don't like them. You don't like them. We both equally don't like them. That's it. I'm not giving this any conversation on my whoa, show. Whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? They? You, you're saying it's like yes. a council of people. Yep. I'm talking about the organization, shadowy organization that is the NJ Transit. We're that not talking about them. Controls the traffic anyway, patterns anyway, into Manhattan. Car talk. Listen, listen. It's a really good show. You should give another chance because those two guys voice two characters in Cars. That are actually kind of vital to the uh, to the franchise, but not not just that. They're um, the one of them died, um, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, something like that, and his voice is still in Cars three. So I don't know how long Cars three has been in production. It makes no sense because th- this dude died. A are you sure they just didn't hire? That no, I looked up an impersonator. I, no, I looked up guy? the IMDb stuff, and it's his voice. On, in Cars Three, because I know, because I know they credit Paul Newman in it too, but like Paul Newman's been dead for like wait, six they credit years. Paul Newman in what? In Cars Three, Paul Newman is Doc Hudson. Well, those are, those are like, well, I I don't know how they did that. I don't know. Maybe they those. It's not an impersonator because I'm pretty sure they got them to record lines or something, and just put it in. I don't know. Is it really? I didn't know that was him. Yeah, it's Paul Newman. Huh. That was like one of his last roles, too. You mean that was his last role? <laughs> Most likely. I mean, I can't remember if that's true or not, but I don't know. do you remember Paul Newman in anything other than Cars? Honestly, Paul Newman is one of those guys who 
I never found appealing in cool. Did you ever really? watch his movies? This okay. So he is in one of my favorite new movies. Okay, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Right, like I love it. Butch yeah. Cassidy and Sundance Kid is as literally one of my favorite movies. Okay, uh, Paul Newman's Paul in that Newman's movie. in that movie. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I so so I like Paul Newman, but like he's never like one of the, like he's not like one of my favorite actors. Like my mom fucking loved Paul Newman. That's kind of weird, you know. Why does she like him? I don't know because and then like Jill, well, Jill also likes Paul them? Newman what? too. I mean, uh, my first certain... my first introduction to Paul Newman was in The Outsiders. In in The Outsiders, there he says, "When I walked out, I felt like Paul Newman." So he can't be Paul Newman. Nice. Okay. Things happen. Nice. It was. Uh, it has a bunch of white dudes who are young. Is Emilio Estevez? I, I to be honest, Emilio I, I have not seen the movie. The I hear the movie's garbage, and I'm not. I'm not trying to watch it. Isn't it based off of a book? Yeah, it's based off of a book that the play is then uh, adapted from. The play is garbage too, so, and I I was in that play. That play is awful. The high school production. Oh of, uh, God. Of the outsiders. It was really bad. I mean, we had fun with it because we were in it, and there was that fight scene. That was the only thing that was cool about it. But other than the big scuffle, it was it was really bad. There was a family structure that didn't make any sense. <laughs> Like, a like, hierarchy of no, brothers. No, no, yeah, like th- there were no no parents involved in this show whatsoever, right? And somehow, like the oldest brother is taking care of all of them, but the youngest brother, like, stay golden pony. Bo- like, I don't fucking pony know. Boy. Yeah. yeah, Pony Boy's the youngest. It makes no sense. How old is Pony Boy? Too Pony Boy's supposed to be like thirteen or fourteen. He's not supposed to be that old. Maybe even younger. He might be twelve. Damn. And and like, isn't Daryl supposed to be our age too? Daryl's supposed to be nineteen. Holy shit. Yeah. No one's above the age of twenty. In why? That. Why would a nineteen-year-old try to take care of anybody? I don't know. But then there's Soda Pop. Soda Pop's eighteen, I think. Or no, wait. Soda Pop might be older than Daryl. I'm not. I don't remember. I haven't. I think I have the. Weren't thing. the rich kids old too? The like socias. Yeah, yeah the socias. Like socias. Weren't they a bunch of like twenty-one year olds fucking with a bunch of nineteen-year-olds or something like that? Like I. No, no, they were in high they school. They were all on the same age. Yeah, yeah, they were in high school. Hmm. They were just called the socias. See, I just think that's funny when like movies. And Why? TV how shows did we get on this? We were talking about cars. <laughs> this is not what we started off doing. You just gotta, you gotta let the uh, pod chase the podcast dragon, man. No dragon. Was yeah. this Puff the Magic Dragon? No heroin. The podcast is heroin. Wow. Chasing the magic vocals. Wow. All right, I'm gonna stop talking now. Um, okay. So Cars Three, man. So Cars we had a very interesting motherfucking three. We gotta just set this up. We had a very interesting uh, Fourth of July. Yeah. Um, we've all we've seen too many fireworks. Like at this point, I'm not interested in seeing seen, any more fireworks. Heard. Lived I, um, in are a firework, and now that we live in an area that's big on illegal fireworks, even if we don't see them one place, we're gonna hear them like when yeah. We go to bed. What were we trying to watch when we got home, and it, we couldn't hear it because of the fireworks? Remember, man, I was tired. Yeah, we were, we were. Oh wait, that was we got back. That was Monday, right? No, it was Tuesday. Monday. It was Monday. Yeah, it was, we we were trying to watch Preacher. Mm, yeah. We were trying to watch Preacher, and everyone was like, "Bang, bang, bang, bang." No, that was like, just Preacher. Well, yeah, that too, but also outside, everything was like, uh, we're just trying to watch Preacher, guys. Come I love on. your mom driving us back home, and she's just like, oh, my God, are those gunshots? And I was like. Well, it was really close to us, and she was, I jumped a little bit, but I knew it wasn't, I just knew it was a firework, because, you know, gunshots don't echo. Fun fact. So, 
So uh, so Fourth of July, we didn't want to see any fireworks, so we just decided to do a marathon of movies. We just entered the movie theater and just saw as many movies as possible. That's two. We saw two movies. Honestly, man, I can't see no more than two movies yeah, back to back. I, I, that was a lot for me. After we got up, I was like, oh, my butt hurts. I was tired. Yeah. It's draining. It's weird. You're not really doing anything, but it's draining. It's, it's a lot of – it's sensory overload. Yeah, especially with the second movie, yeah, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. heavy. Thank God we didn't see, like, a Transformers or whatever. Oh, God. I Well, I don't want to see Transformers at all, but even if we had gone to see that, I feel like it would have been fucked. So one of these movies, we decided, you know, after getting a... Wait, wait, wait. Prerequisite. Let's talk about getting to the movie yes. theater. All right. So we were all ready to go. We're on the way there, and we're trying to catch the train. And we missed the train. We missed the train. And on the way to the train, my flip-flop breaks. So Dante has to run back to get a new pair of flip-flops. I didn't tell you this because I was saving this for now so that these reactions could be genuine. Okay. While you left... I was alone behind the home liquors, and this this guy on a bike comes up to me and just starts, like, trying to get me to pray with him. And I'm like, uh, no. What? And he was like, yeah, yeah, let's pray right now. You and me, let's do this. Let's uh, preach the word of God. And, and he was like, what denomination are you? And I was like, I'd rather not say. And he was like, I don't care if you're Jewish, Muslim, Christian, whatever, man. He's like, I'm I'm Muslim. I believe in everything. And I was like... That's cool, man. That's cool. He was like, yeah, come pray with me. And I was like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm good. But you couldn't run because you didn't I have couldn't, a flip-flop. I couldn't move anywhere. <laughs> I had to stay perfectly still because I couldn't go anywhere because I hadn't. I didn't have flip-flops. And you didn't so. want him to know that you were crippled because otherwise he would just pounce <laughs> yeah, so, on you. So I had to wait there. And he was there for a solid 10 minutes just talking to me about things. And here's the thing, right? He had just gone out of the liquor store and bought like a handle. So... Like, he was also kind of homeless, but he had a bike, so I don't know. Um, he smelled like garbage, and uh, his bike looked brand new, so I, I, I don't know. Um, so that means it was stolen. I'm not trying to judge, man. He was trying to get me to pray. He's a man of God, so. Why didn't you pray with the man of God? Because I don't like praying with people I don't know about what. It was the middle. Of, I wanted to go see a fucking movie. I didn't want to pray, all right? And uh, so, yeah, that happened while you were gone. And the whole time he's there and I have your camera on my shoulder and I'm uh, like in the bag and I'm I'm just like, Dante, get here as quickly. I really don't want to be here talking to this man. Meanwhile, there's an ambulance driver just sleeping in the ambulance next to me. He's like he's he woke up. He saw what was going on. He went, nah, and he just went right back to sleep. And uh, I couldn't do anything about it. So then we, you get back with my flip-flops. We call the Uber that doesn't show up. And I call the Uber, and they're like, yeah, I'm at the gas station. <laughs> I'm getting gas. Uh, fine. So then... But then she goes, and then we're like, all right, fine, we're here. Like, we're at this par- the, home, the parking lot of the home liquors. Shout out to home liquors. Uh, our, our true liquor extravaganza center. It's the home of all liquors. So, wow. 
this woman decides to go, okay, I know that you're in this parking lot, but I'm in this gas station, and you need to come to me to this gas station. No, no, like, no, no. She got out of the gas station. Yeah, but then she, she went to drove the, past the, the the parking lot and into another gas station. No, she wasn't at the gas. She wasn't at the gas station. She was, she was across the gas. The ga- she was like, I'm by the gas station. Where are you guys? We're like, uh, the back of the home liquors. She goes, Where is that? I'm like, Are you serious? What do you mean? Where is that? It's where the pickup point is. I don't know how to get there. So I was like, Fuck it, fine. We're just gonna walk to you for a second because. It's a two second walk. We get to her car and she's fucking eating pistachios. <laughs> and her car is a mess. Her car was gross. So we get in, and first of all, we're late to this movie already. <laughs> like, already. Yeah. And then she fucking makes it like an illegal U turn and she gets us there in record time, I would say. She was actually going pretty fast. Um, but we got there. We We missed like the first five minutes of the movie. And she didn't give me any pistachios. Word, come on. Like, come on, man. <laughs> we hungry. Um, you got a bunch of them. So, yeah, then we went uh, and we saw Cars 3. We saw most of Cars 3. We, we, missed, we saw like, the first, 95%. Yeah, we missed, like, we honestly missed the first, like, scene, but it's Cars 3. Yeah. Did we really need it? Probably not. I mean, I got the full movie experience. Did you? Yeah, I, so. I pretty much picked it up. But the thing that amazes me about Cars 3, man, is the fact that, uh, for starters, it was really good. It was amazing. Like, I thought it was going to be like like Cars is Pixar's weakest movie. You really? I think the Cars franchise is the weakest franchise. I would Cars say Ratatouille. 2. What? Yeah. Ratatouille is like the best Pixar movie. Nah, Ratatouille fails uh, under a lot of things that uh, Pixar is known for. And like what? So here's the thing: the storyline drags for Ratatouille quite a bit, and it yeah, Cars does also have that problem, mm-hmm. especially the first one. But Cars 3 kind of picked up the pace, literally, um, ah. halfway through the movie. So it was kind of sl- like um, in the beginning when they're doing the training stuff, it dragged. No one really cared about that yeah. stuff. But as soon as they got to like when he was like, I'm going to do my training my way, that's when the movie started to pick up. And then they did the, the – then they went and they found Smokey and then it really picked up. And in the end, ah, uh, the yeah, end, man. Car- yeah, Cars Three is one of those movies that yeah, it did progressively get pick up more as the yeah. story, like a race. Yeah, it was it was very good, and there's a great message and the, there's a few really well, good messages. I was gonna say I really like how Cars Three is like is actually like I was super into it, but I love how it was like a really good sports movie too. It was it first and foremost, it is a sports movie. Before anything else, it is a sports movie, and if you're looking for that. You know, beautiful outcome ending. You're gonna get it. Have you ever watched uh, Remember the Titans? It's one of those things that everything that everyone says that the protagonist is fighting against happens. Oh yeah, in yeah, the yeah. End. yeah. But it ha- But him, it's like him coming to terms with it and going out in his own way. Yeah. You know. So uh, and it also leaves it open for a sequel that I will actually be down to yeah, watch. Yeah, but in a different sort of way. Mm-hmm. And also. Um, I much prefer not seeing Owen Wilson's face. Like, his voice is fine. I just much prefer not seeing his face. So, uh... You don't like Owen Wilson? Not his face, no, because I can't stop staring at his weird nose, man. He's got that weird broken, like, bridge thing. It, it, I can't... I can't stand it. I love Owen Wilson. He's so folksy and nice. That's what he wants you to think. I know. <laughs> he wins me over. Like, the voice wins me over. The voice wins you. Yeah, and then okay. when you actually see him, he does a, a good he Woody looks Allen like a, He looks like a douche on a stick. Like, that's what he looks like. And I just realized he'd be the best Green Arrow ever. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Let's make that happen. No. Please. <laughs> I refuse. I absolutely. Or Wilson as Oliver Queen as leftist like Oliver Queen. Please. Yeah. No. Come on. Let's get Willie Nelson. <laughs> anyway, Cars Three, great movie. Uh, what uh, what's what I really enjoyed about the film, uh, more than anything, is um is just the fact that that scene in the barn bar thing, right when he's talking to the old cars, yeah. and they they were talking about real things that happened in our world, in in car terms. When they were like, they wouldn't let us, they, like, if we had waited for them to invite us to the thing, we would have never gotten started. Yeah. That was the the black cars, right? There's just a lot of reoccurring themes and messages and, like, little hints. And so it's like, okay, Chekhov's gun, this is going to happen. You know, but I like how, like... Yeah, they, but I don't mind it happening. Yeah, I don't mind it happening. Yeah. You know, like, the, the, at least the writers actually took time to have these generic things happen. Yeah. And, like, they basically... Not generic, these tropes. They're, yeah. Because all they all is tropes. It's mo- It's classic sports movie tropes. Yep. And they lay out the whole movie in front of you. Honestly, I I figured out the whole plot of the movie about a third yeah, of the, the way they went to the, yeah. the minute they went to the, uh, to the training center, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. No, as soon as they got on the sand... Uh, that's when I knew uh, what was gonna happen. You really got yeah. It. Then I was like, "All right, I know what's gonna happen." But we gotta talk about the main thing about this Cars world, man. Okay. We don't. We have to oh, talk about stairs. How- there are no stairs. Everything no. is handy capable. Can we talk about how the the Texan oil baron was just like, "It's okay, oh. guys. Through <laughs> capitalism, I'm going to buy everything." He and owns have a- everything, dude. It's like saying, "Yeah, I own motor oil and like anti rust stuff." I own the thing you need. I, need I, know, I own the thing you need to lift. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's okay, kids, because I bought everything. Yay! But is it is it weird that he? He's the good guy. <laughs> like, Yo, Pixar, is, is this some Illuminati? Cause, like, well, I think they're trying to, you know how like the Pixar universe is nah, like, the, the, they're all connected, but not really. Like Pixar hasn't confirmed any of this, but everyone's like, ooh, I see a thread, right? So Cars apparently is like the world after the people left it for... Wally. Wally, yeah. So, who knows? Well... I, I'm actually interested in going down this uh, Pixar Illuminati rabbit hole. Oh, the conspiracy? Yeah. All right. Because, like, I think that's what it really is, man. Oh, this yeah. one oil baron slash. Well, he, he owns Dynaco, which is oil. Fuel. Um, And he just bought Rusty's. Yeah. Uh, He bought. What was the other thing he bought? He bought. Okay. So I remember in the first movie, there was, like, three companies. Yeah. That was the different sponsors. Right, right. And now he well, owns. Well, no, there's more than that, but those are the three but those that are we the were three given. main yeah, ones, yeah. right? It was like Lightning McQueen and his rivals. Yeah. And it was just. Well, like, he was trying to get the spot for Dynaco in the first movie. Uh, he was trying to win that. He was trying to win the, the spot for Dynaco. Okay. And then he got it. If you remember at the end of the first movie, he got the spot for Dynaco. Did he get it? Yes. He worked for Dynaco. But then he was like, you know what? I don't want it. Oh. That that was like the end of Cars One. Even the ending's lame. Of the first one, yeah, I did not I like the. I did I not like it. the first Cars at all. Really, and then when I two, thought it set up a really good film. I like the first Cars because, um, well, one, its messages are really good too. The idea that um, just because you think you're hot shit doesn't mean you know anything about anything. That's really the message of the first one. Because he comes in, he's the rookie, he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I've been winning all these things. And then he gets showed up by an old fucking geezer who's like, you don't know how to turn right by turning left. And he's like, what does that even mean? So, 
That's one of my favorite things of all time. Where this old dude is like, nah, bruh, you're dumb. <laughs> like, you don't. and that's what won him the race. That's the other thing. That's what, what run- won him in a race in Cars 3? In one. Oh, In yeah. the first Cars yeah. is the drift. Yeah. Because he drifted, he won. Just like because in Cars 3, she saw the video of Doc jumping over that dude that she did it too. So, so really, Doc is the hero of Cars 1 I, I and really Cars 3. I really liked that, three. too, because I, I really felt I, – I liked how it's just like, okay, we're going to go back to the first one and really play off of the, like, you know, when Doc wasn't th- – like, Doc's death, Paul Newman's death yeah. is, like, has it's kind of this void. It's real. Yeah. And everyone kind of feels it. And he and he's a driving force in the movie. Absolutely, you even know? without being there, he's he, such a driving. He gives force. it the he gives it the emotional core without showing up, and that's what I really yeah. liked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I like how it also erases Cars, two. Well, it doesn't erase it, but it does not acknowledge any of the parts that happened in it. Also, not a lot of Mater in this. It was just like okay, just enough, just enough. He, they made him a good character. It's Chris Cooper. I don't know who that is. Chris Cooper. Um, oh. Oh. What? He's from Broadway. Oh. He was also in Madawan. He was in Madawan? Yeah. Holy shit, I went to sleep on that movie. He also was in Guilty by Suspicion, Money Train, A Time to Kill. All right, so that guy was him. Oh, it's this dude. I don't know who that is. I've seen his face before. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, anyway, man, final right. points about Cars. Great film. Go see it. Top five Pixar movies for me. Really? Yeah. Top five Top Pixar five. movie? Top five. Wow. It was really good. I, it had a really good plot. I it, can't. It was really, it was really good, you know. But I will say it does drag on in the in the in the yes, beginning. Yes, in the beginning, absolutely. It, it's quite a slow drag. Yeah. And it might also be because, keep in mind, you know, I'm not a kid anymore. But I think it also does a, a an interesting thing to bridge the generational gaps between you know parents who are taking their kids yeah. and kids who are going to see them. If you have to take this, if you have to see this with your kid, you actually might enjoy it more yeah, than your the, kid. So that's why I actually really, so that's really cool about it. But I want to say top five Pixar movies. Now keep in mind, my list would be different than yours because I like Ratatouille. I don't. It's not that I don't like Ratatouille. It's that there's a lot of problems with Ratatouille that no one likes to admit. That's another debate. Great movie. You should definitely go see it. If you is have, it worth it the is, theater ticket? It is worth the theater ticket. It is. Yeah, it's a yeah. good full price movie if you yeah. want to take you know. It's a good movie. To, it's that you not t- just good for you. It's good for if you have kids, go take them absolutely. Yes, to go if see you this. have if you have kids, go see Cars three. If you're a, if you're a in depth Pixar fan, go see this. Go movie. see Cars three. And if you're if you're on the fence about going to see this movie, give it a chance. Definitely, it's definitely worth your time and attention. Vaseline doesn't work as well as you think. Ugh. Only used for intended purposes. Why is there? Oh, I was like, what? What is this? And then I followed the trail. Follow the trail. <laughs> Follow the drinking gourd. What? Follow the drinking gourd. What the fuck is that? The drinking gourd? What are you talking? The about? The Big Dipper. It's what the slaves use to like. 
The nev- drinking gourd? What we the fuck? We didn't know fuck? what the big thing was. <laughs> <laughs> Some people call it the butcher knife. You know that? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's... Huh. I see it. But other people call it a ladle. I've heard that one, too. So I don't know. But the drinking gourd, it was a song that the slaves sang. You never watched, like, no. those, like, slavery animated Roots things? Roots and Amistad are the two <laughs> movies I've seen about... Oh, no, 12 Years a Slave. Those three <laughs> movies are the only three movies about slavery Yo, that I've really you, so watched. So you've never seen, like, My Friend Ma- Martin? What the fuck is you that? You know about My Friend Martin? No. Yo, it's a... Yo, all right, all right. It's a time Here, travel story? Here's the thing, right? Wait. Wait. All the movies that you've seen about uh, about slavery, reverse that. I've seen all those about Holocaust, okay? <laughs> so, like, I've seen shit you have never even heard of. So, it was, like, shit in this list, like, required viewing when you were, like, 10? Not required, but I, uh, I've, I've seen Schindler's List all the way through once. I can't do it again. The Pianist, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, uh, yo, I, on the real... Watch the boy in the striped pajamas because that shit. Wait, what was the one that we saw um, about denial the nun, about the nuns, the nuns. Who, who were being raped by the Russian sh- soldiers? Oh, the, um, fuck! That's not a Holocaust one. It's a World War Two. But that one. was really I, like, that was, really uh, it was like the good Great movie. White or something. I don't remember. And like we just walked into it. Not yeah, we were like we were like uh, we got we got time to kill. What's this thing? And oh, it was right. really good. And yeah. I don't remember the name. Damn. Fuck. I really don't remember either. With the cool Jewish doctor guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, yeah. Chick who and was the really French girl. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Liked yeah. Her. Fuck. Damn. I really don't remember the film. Damn. Um, but yeah, so I've seen the amount of slavery movies you've probably watched is the amount of Holocaust films I've watched, okay? Or or Holocaust documentaries. Do you guys have Holocaust animated things to like... Absolutely. Damn, man. Well, conversely, I've seen a bunch of animated Christian ones. Ooh, I'm sorry. And Veggie Tales. Well, everyone had Veggie Tales. Yo, even I, I had Veggie I didn't even know Veggie Tales was like a Christian thing. I was like, oh, Veggie yep. Tales was awesome. And it was like, you do know it's like super Christian. Did you, ever, right? did you ever see that? There was that kids show with the lion and the eagle. And it was the animated one. It was like, they were like Bible stories, but they weren't really Bible stories. No. Oh, uh, man. I, I remember watching that like Saturday. No, Sunday morning cartoons. When Sunday mornings, I would be like, when I was a kid, I didn't have cable. So I'd wake up Sunday mornings expecting cartoons like on Saturday. But I was very disappointed not to get those. So I'd watch anything that was animated, and that was one of the only things on. Like, um, what's that one? Uh, David. Um, In the Technicolor Dreamcoat? No. David. That's um, Joseph. Joseph. Uh, fuck. They have David and his dog Goliath, and it's like the dad is teaching him about how to be a good person. They make fun of it on Robot Chicken all the time. I can't remember what it's called. Okay, so but we have a fair share of Christian, yeah, yeah. Of, of religious animated. Well, no, because like the black ones are a little bit different. Because like in the case of my friend Martin, do you know what it's about? No, it's about a kid who travels back in time and befriends a young Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, that actually sounds pretty cool. It was really dope, and it was, and it was really sad because it's like, wait, if you go back into the past, you will <laughs> die. And he was just like, I have to die for the people, you know. And then he like goes wait 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 so he vortex. told he told Martin Luther King that he was gonna die and Martin Luther King went I'm just gonna do it anyways yeah because he's like yo this is my boy I actually like him and I don't want this bad thing to happen to a really great person he's just like I have to because my death for means my something. people oh, okay and then he and then he like goes into the time vortex well if you watch the episode of uh, 
the boondocks where he doesn't <laughs> die. Is he? It, did he really die for something? That's a good question. I like that. It makes you think a lot. But changing gears. We are 24 hours from being descended upon by this entire city. Have you been talking about us? Supposed to go on the road, not to the cops. We're getting out. I have to end this. What's happening, baby? Right All right, man. We gotta talk about this movie. This movie that I didn't know existed until I saw Ghost in the Shell, and it was actually the best. The trailer for this movie was the best part of seeing Ghost Agreed. in the Shell. <laughs> Although uh, one of our friends would disagree with us, but he gets so mad every time I say that. It's like, yo, the trailer for Baby Driver is so much better than the whole. Yeah, Ghost yeah, in the Shell. yeah, absolutely. The first five seconds of Baby Driver is way better than the whole when movie. When he just rolls up and the music hasn't even started playing yet was better than Ghost yeah, in the Shell. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That movie is so good. If it does not win an Oscar for sound mixing, I'm going to be so it's fucking not. upset. Well, can we talk about how, uh, for starters, Edgar Wright is actually one of my favorite like directors. So like when I after Ant-Man, I didn't know what he was doing. So I was just like, okay. And when I saw that he was doing a new movie, I just like I got instantly excited. And then the fact that like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost aren't in it either, and it's just him doing his own thing, really got my attention. Um, and it's and it's American too. Yeah, it's it's very American. Um, so yeah, Edgar Wright's my favorite director, and I was I was just very excited for this movie. I knew I was going to like it as much as I like. So I'm already pre biased against it, but holy shit, man, yeah, I was not. It's a perfect. Movie. I was not. It's not perfect. No. There are no holes that I can poke in any of the plot. Why did Baby agree to do the last heist? He had no reason to agree to do the which, last heist. Which last heist? When after um, Bats shot up the the arms deal, and then they yeah. all get into the argument, yeah. and then Kevin Spacey goes, "Yo, Baby, like, do you want to do this thing or not?" Because he didn't want to do it. It was to placate them so that he could leave at two in the morning. Why didn't he just say no? They all like, and then he makes his escape later. But we'll talk about that. Okay. But I really want to mention is I like this movie is. Uh, it's like the summer sleeper, I feel like. There's it's, one every uh, summer. Yeah, last summer's was... The Nice Guys and Popstar. And Kubo. Like, it was. you had three All right, here's the thing about Kubo, though. Kubo was a kid's film, and you can't rate that as the sleeper of the summer because it's a kid's film. But it's a really good movie. Oh, it was phenomenal, and I loved it dearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice Guys and Popstar. I think more than Nice Guys, Popstar was the sleeper because no one went to go see it, and it was so fucking good. But in the funniest way, Baby Driver is that movie. It is that that's that's that movie that just that that's just so different, and it's its own thing, and it's not a sequel or a remake either. It or a t- comic book it borrows movie. a lot of things from previous films. It takes a lot of like old school heist films or mm-hmm. old school um, getaway car films, yeah. right? Or old school racing films. Even some, like, I, I saw a lot of Death Proof in there and a lot of... Um, Straight up, the last act of the movie, which I which oh, which I fucking love. I love the last act of this movie. Um, oh, you mean the the literal last... The last heist to, to the end okay. where it's just like, where it turns into Dog Day Afternoon where everything just goes to shit. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I like how the I movie... I love the ending. The movie is just like, hey, what did you think was going to yeah, happen? Yeah, come on. <laughs> Get real. This is not... This is real. Like, if this actually happened, this would be the outcome. 
Yeah, and it has a very it it's has grounded. A, it's based in reality. But like the the one thing is just like, hey man, but but because he is a good person, there is a bright side. But he will be punished for everything that just happened. Like you can't just walk yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Like like yes, because of the character testimony and stuff from all that the people right. He doesn't get instead of getting fucked up the ass, he gets like a he kick in the fu- pants. Yeah, he gets a kick to the pants with an option to get fucked in the ass. Yes, yeah, but he, uh, he all he has to really serve is ten. No, he said they said five. Oh, is it five? Yeah. Oh, and five then, for know, parole, and then twenty-five. Uh, no, it was maximum. twenty-five, twenty-five, and then he got five years of parole. No, no, no. no after five years, he's, he's eligible, eligible for parole. For parole. Yeah. yeah. So, and then you just know, okay, he's a good guy. So after five so after years, five he's going to get parole, yeah. which is which is perfect. Which is like, all right, he got, he definitely got the hammer for it. And like, holy shit, man, I didn't expect everyone to just go out. Like, like I honestly thought the, the last biggest surprise for me, honestly, was Kevin Spacey's character. I did not expect that turn of events at the end, where he was just like, "I'm going to cover for you." I didn't, I did not expect that at all, and I like that twist. It it came out of nowhere though. They because didn't hint at any sort of th- because he was like, "I'll kill you if you don't do this thing," and I was like, "All right, he's just a businessman." But then at the end, was like, "Ah, fuck!" I was now, in love once. I was in love once. I was like, "On the real, that's awesome," but it came out of nowhere. Like they didn't set anything up for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, and that's probably my problem with the movie. I have two major flaws. Really? Um, yeah. It, it's definitely a lot of style over substance. It, the 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 plot of the movie is very simple. Absolutely, that's why and that's I why it can't works. really, and that's why you can't poke any holes in. Yeah. But the only thing I have is once again, if 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 he had the option, yeah. right, to walk away from the last heist, but it wasn't walking away. It was tabling it for later. But okay, if he tables it for later, he could have just ran away. Because if he could ran, he have yeah, because if he ran away. At 2 a.m. when saying that he's going to do it, everyone's going to be like, yo, what the fuck? This dude just bailed. So they're still going to be pissed at him. Right. But let's say let's say they go their separate ways, right? Mm-hmm. And then – so the, the real reason I think he wanted to do it at that moment in time and why he said yes is because he figured if they're all in one place and I escape all of them at once, right, no one's going to catch me. But if I say, no, we're not going to do the job, right, and everyone goes their separate ways, there's a web. I have to escape a web instead of a spot. Really? Because he literally had to kill all of them. But that was not on purpose. Like, he did not want to do that. It just happened to go that It's one of those things that when you think about it, it's just like, wait, why didn't you just say no? None of this would have happened. That's not true. In fact, if he said no, maybe Kevin Spacey's character wouldn't have helped him out. At least if he said no, he wouldn't have gone to fucking jail. Are you sure? What What if he got ratted out? What if he, what if later on... He could rat out Kevin Spacey. Can he? Yes. He's the only person who's been who's been working with them. For so every actually, job. Um, what I was expecting to happen, which didn't happen in the film, which surprised the shit out of me, as I thought those tapes were going to get used as evidence. Yeah, but it didn't happen, and I was like, "Oh, that's." Uh, that's yeah, you know what? This is a movie that you would think that you would know everything that. Happens. Oh yeah, there was and a bunch of stuff don't. that was like uh, came out of left field, and I was like, "Well, good on you, Edgar Wright." The trailers in this movie, like. And this is why I really got to talk about the marketing of it. The trailers for this movie, the few that people have actually seen, they don't tell you a lot about the movie. Well, that's because they'd give too much away. They, they, they don't give anything. No, they, if they gave you more in the trailers, it would give way too much yeah, away. But I like how you, you think it, give, it gives you a false narrative where you think, oh, A is going to happen and B is going to happen. But it's weird because there's not a false narrative <laughs> because it is in the narrative, but it's not the right one. Yeah. 
so it, so you go into the movie and you will be surprised at the actual turn of events. Yes. You know. Yeah. Which which is totally refreshing and yeah. awesome. Where it's just like, wait, that's gonna happen. Oh, good shit. on the ad guys because the ad guys don't work for they work for the um they work for like the the production or whatever. Yeah. They they don't work for Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. So the the guys who made that um the marketing for it would have had to have been like, yeah, this looks good. Because they, they, they're just trying to get butts in the seats. They're, they they yeah. do not care about anything else. And I got to say, the, the main draw about this movie is something that Edgar Wright always has done. Action. Well, no, I actually would say that the star-studded cast is, is one really? of the biggest uh, Well, the thing that, that really got me into it um, was, like, the way everything's choreographed with the music. And Edgar Wright has this tendency to... He always has these little musical interludes in all of his movies where he times action or certain events to music. It happens in Shaun of the Dead. It happens in Hot Fuzz. Scott Pilgrim has a lot of them. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim almost borders on a musical with the amount of things that actually I would happen. actually say that Baby Driver is a musical. Because and the music is not original, it's not. Let me tell you why. Um, I was paying very close attention to the beats and actions. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, like I, this is why I said that the sound mixing guy needs to win an Oscar. There were things that I don't know if you noticed were on beat. Yeah, everything was on beat. Not everything, but I would say about seventy five percent of the movie was on beat to a song. Yeah. Um. And and I'm not just talking about movements like like yeah there were the obvious things like when he was putting down the money on the table mm-hmm. right or the coffee or you know walking but uh, I don't know if you noticed this they blinked. In beat, yeah, and uh, there were moments where they even like subtle movements, like shrugs or um, head tilts, head nods, things like that. things that you could absolutely miss. They were all on beat, and so if this fucking sound mixing guy does not win an Oscar, it's rigged. The well, whole system well, I was is rigged. Say, the sound editing and like the and and the editor, like holy oh. fuck, those guys are geniuses. And and the other part of that is it it would have had to be pre planned. There's no way you can do that. It was, yeah, yeah. But like, how many fucking times so did they I, have to go so over to that and and do it on beat? How many fucking times would they have had to play that song in the background for them to do all that stuff? How many fucking times did they do a like? There were like four tracking shots in the film mm-hmm. that lasted more than a minute and a half, and to do that right would have taken forever. So this is great thing where. Um um, on all the DVDs for like all of his movies, they always have the with the featurettes. They show you the behind the scenes stuff. And a prime example is Scott Pilgrim, where it's just like, how many times does it take for him to like throw this thing into a trash can on beat? And they actually have every take of him doing it. Oh my god! You know, and it's like, and the magic number is sixty three. So they, it's a thing where Edgar Wright actually sat down. He planned everything to the point that those matchbox matchbox cars that they used to plan. Yeah, they're the same colors as the cars that he actually stole. And those are the actual cars that he used yeah. to block out the scene when, yes. when, they, when they drove them. So everything is just choreographed to a T. And, and like, it's genius. Even, like, it's, it's borderline insanity. But I was listening to the... Uh, I, I, I've been listening to the soundtrack because all the music, like, Edgar Wright oh, has a, a good, fucking a good, amazing yeah. ear. Like all the music is great, but when you listen to like uh like Bell Bottoms, right? The first song and yeah, the, the sure. whole thing, it's so clever because it's a long song that has an opening, which is in the opening is him jamming out in the car. Sure. But when the song actually begins, it's like, oh shit, the dudes are coming out. Like even the song itself is just a is the song to actually have 
to yeah, compose to the, a heist. The, not not just it, not just uh, the beats work. It's the the actual songs themselves, like the the meat of the song works for the actual mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, uh, the when they're murdering those guys on beat, the like, tequila. The, yeah, yeah, that was fucking amazing. Yeah. Because I don't know if you know this, tequila's about a Mexican standoff. Is it really? Well, yeah, yeah. Does it, does it even have lyrics? I because I've been listening to it and I just hear the like. I I mean, music doesn't need to have lyrics to have a story. That's true. So that's very true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, this this movie was was just on point and absolutely incredible. I I tell everybody, it's like, yo, go see this movie. Yeah, Baby like, it, and it's one of those movies too that I love because uh, I, when people ask me what kind of movies I like, like honestly, I don't like Oscar movies as much as I like things like this. Things that are just creative and fun, and like you have, and you will remember. Like, you walk out of that theater and it just stays with you. Because I've seen a shit ton of Best Picture winners, but I can't remember a lot of Best Picture winners. That's true. You know, and... Um, oh, so I'll like, remember this film for a long time. So, this, like, movies like these are especially are movies that I personally really value. And I think that people yeah. should really go out and see, like, movies like this. So, go see Baby Driver. Absolutely. Pay money to see it. Support full, this movie. Full price, man. Support, support this movie, some more things like that. Because, like, yeah. yo, we've had a good year for that. Because we had Baby Driver and Slight's another movie that just does its own thing. Slight did not do very well, though. Oh, no. It, box of, but box. it's a small movie. That's true. It, it was filmed on, like, barely. Yeah, on a shoestring. But, yeah. but I'm saying, like, Baby Driver, Slight, Get Out. Like, there's a lot of uh, really great, unique movies yeah. that are really showing, like, a person's true vision rather than a cookie cut, of, cut out of, like, yeah, what Hollywood's been Hollywood's be. been having problems recently by either just doing sequels or rehashes or you know Oscar bait. Because what we want to see next? We want to see Spider Man. Uh, fuck you! Spider Man's gonna be great. Spider Man's gonna be great, but Spider Man is like a, it's not a, a rehash. Reboot. But it, yeah, it, okay, yes, technically you're right, but I think it's a start to something really good. But it's still within. It's still it's it's still a based off of something, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's still based off an existing how many property. Times, how many times can you come up with an original idea after almost a hundred years of film? People come up with original almost ideas 100. all the time. Baby Driver is not original. Actually, Edgar Wright actually uh, he wanted to do the movie for a while, and like he directed a music video that has the premise of the movie. But look, look Baby Driver isn't original because it takes a lot of things from things that are like Baby Driver. It has. A it's lot original of- in the sense that this story has never been told like this, but it it. It bites off of a lot of things. Okay, but like, imagine movies are like food, right? Mm-hmm. Well, just because you take different things from different, you know, places, yeah. When you put it together in a dish, it's the dish that's original, despite yeah. it borrowing. That's from why everything. I'm saying Spider-Man is good. Is not gonna be like the first or the but second. But it's still Spider-Man's. the it's still a Spider-Man dish. Sure. Edgar Wright made me like a burrito wrapped inside of a car, and it's the delicious. Fuck? That's the weirdest. I didn't like, know I wanted it, but you, you know what? You wanted to eat a car? Well, yes. They get the great in protein. Are cars and cars made of meat? What are they made out of? Do they have organs? You know what I, I was thinking of when I was watching the film? So you know how you can't see inside like the, the inside of the car, like the carriage? Yeah. What do they have in there? Is there like a floating brain? Why like, did the CEO have a mug on his desk? To drink oil. I'm sorry, Baby Driver was amazing, but the whole time I was just trying <laughs> to figure out how does the car's world work. They call me Baby Driver, and once upon a